With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. This is Maisha Avery, and I'm coming to you all today with Maisha Avery Talks, New Year, New Goals. Um, as we reach this new year of 2016, which I cannot believe, um, we also, in our healthy lifestyle journeys, we also um, have this thing of these New Year's resolutions. And I don't necessarily, me personally, I don't create New Year's resolutions. Um, I just believe that it's very cliché. Um, and I think that because it's a new year and we place these demands that overnight will create this whole new life, whatever that may be for you, um, basically overnight when we haven't done anything to work up to that point, I just don't believe in them personally. Um, and especially when it comes to living a healthier lifestyle, because I see it, I think it's great, um, but this happens is we all have to be honest, this happens every single year. And then we flood the gyms, we create these new um, eating habits that we've never practiced before consistently, and we think that we're going to be consistent with it and it's going to automatically change our lives. So today I wanted to come to you all um, to discuss um, new year and new goals. And basically, primarily, I want this discussion to be around how we can re- realistically create these new goals and be able to remain consistent within these new goals that we have created. So before we get started, let me introduce myself because I always like to introduce myself before my shows because I am aware that not everyone may know who I am or what it is that I do. Again, my name is Maisha Avery. I am a healthy, um, I am a healthy lifestyle blogger a health educator. I am based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, um, where I went to John C. Smith University and obtained my degree in health education, specializing in community health. Um, I entered this health and wellness world about my journey. My personal journey started almost four years ago. I've been doing what I've been doing in business almost two years, officially a year. Um, So it's been some time for me. I'm still getting the hang of it. Um, But I will say that I love to inspire, educate others on how to live a healthier lifestyle. Um, Just understanding that we can all obtain these different lifestyles and also, number one, understanding that we all have the ability to change as long as we believe that we can do so. 
So let me start off by, I start off by introducing myself, so let me get into today's show. Um, towards the end of the show, I will give out my social media handles and all of those other great things and the type of clients that I work with and those things. So let's get started. So I know that it is the second day of the new year, and to whomever is listening or whoever will tune in later on, happy new year. I hope that you all do have a great and prosperous new year and whatever it is that you're going to do in life. Um, but let's start off with, and I always like to give points when I talk because I think that it's easier, um, number one, to basically grasp what is being discussed. Um, and then also, if you're a note taker like me, it's just easier to have talking points. Um, so I'll start off with number one. And number one is to set a realistic goal and start small. So let me give you all a little bit of insight um, that this may be your first time listening to me. You may not know who I am. Um, or you, or I'm just repeating this information because you may not remember. Um, but as I always tell individuals is that when creating a healthier lifestyle, everything is a process. And what I mean by that is, you know, I hear so many individuals, especially when we're creating these New Year's resolutions, um, that, you know, you go from one extreme to the complete next. And then when it gets around February or not even by the end of this month, we have already given up. And I'm not saying that because I don't believe that individuals can change. I'm saying that because this is realistically what is happening when you don't when you don't create realistic goals and start small, and also by taking steps. So for me personally, in the beginning of my journey, and I have talked about this before, but in the beginning of my journey, my issue was so my issue was dying down all the time. And I've said this multiple times. So I always knew how to cook. I didn't care to cook because I had the same excuses like many of us do, oh, I'm too busy, I'm too tired, I get home too late, I don't have time, it's much more convenient just to grab something to eat than for me to go home and have to actually prepare a meal. So I had all of those excuses and I'm used to them. So that was my issue in the beginning is that I always dined out, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, I could have went grocery shopping. My home was always stacked with groceries, but I would spend all this additional money and all this additional time dining out. So what I first had to understand when I started my journey was that I needed to create a habit of cooking. Now, as I've always stated in the beginning, when I created this habit of cooking, I did not care to cook clean or any of those things. That wasn't my focus. My focus was to start getting in the habit of cooking. Then once I developed a habit of cooking, then I moved into whatever items that I had left over that I cooked from the night before, then I made it a point to take it to work. And I did that because eventually I knew that I would begin to prepare all of my meals, what I do now in meal prepping. But I had to start out small. So do you get where I'm going when I say you have to create steps? Don't be so quick to completely, number one, you have to understand, we're all adults. So it's not realistic to believe that because it's a new year, you're going to completely change your lifestyle. 
when you haven't done it for the last 20-plus, 30-plus, 40-plus years. And we just have to be realistic with ourselves to understand that that's not something that can be changed overnight. So, when again, when I first started my journey, everything was a complete process. I treated everything as a step and everything as a process. And that started off with getting in the habit of cooking. I spent months, I spent months just cooking. I would just, sometimes I would just cook because I was bored. Not necessarily because I had to, not necessarily because it was lunchtime, not necessarily because it was dinner time, but I just cooked because I had, because I I may have been bored. And it could have been something as simple as baking a cake, um, making a recipe that I wanted to try. But my focus was at that time getting in the habit of, number one, cooking, number two, making time, because that was my biggest issue with cooking, like a lot of us that I didn't have time. So that was the biggest thing for me was just getting in the habit, getting up in the routine of cooking. As stated, in the beginning, I didn't worry about whether or not I was eating clean. It didn't really matter at that time because I had spent so much time eating things that I didn't need to eat. So a couple of more months wouldn't have hurt me. But I didn't focus on eating healthy because then that would have been too much on my plate for me to be able to make a, make a healthier change make a consistent change. If you go from, I had never, I, I never really focused on eating healthy. So imagine if I already have this issue of number one, cooking, and then number two, not eating healthy, and I tried to combat the both of those at the same time. It would have been a disaster, and I see it a lot with others. It would have been a disaster because I would have had too much on my plate. Number one, I didn't completely know what it was or understood what it was to clean eat. Or even though I had a green health education, nutrition and eating properly was not my focus when I was in college getting my degree. I wanted to have a whole nother job outside of this. So even though I took nutrition courses, even though I knew the information, that was not something that necessarily stuck with me that I even cared to practice in my personal life. So when I started this journey, even though I had the educational background, that was not something that I followed in my personal life. So, therefore, as stated, when I started, I didn't care to. I knew how to, but I didn't care to read labels. I didn't care to understand what each ingredient meant or what each ingredient caused an issue for. So, because that was not a focus for me, that was not something that was existent in my life. So, therefore, I didn't really dive into the whole clean eating, the whole meal prepping, what ingredients I must always have, what ingredients I need to remove out of my diet. That wasn't my main focus at that time. My main focus was getting into a habit of cooking. Once I got into the habit of cooking, which I stated took me several months, and to be completely honest, when I got in the habit of cooking, and cooking on a regular basis and cooking my own meals, I was I began to even at that point in time I still was losing weight because you have to understand I was cooking my own food, so I knew where it was coming from. I knew how it was prepared, and then because I was actually taking the time to cook, I was eating more frequently. When you eat out or what have you, you have the tendency to skip meals. And you have the tendency to not eat the proper nutrition. 
So in my home, yeah, I purchased veggies, yeah, I purchased meat, yeah, I purchased those sort of things. Now, I may have had a combination of bad carbs and those sort of things in my home, but for the most part, I carried everything within all of the food groups that I needed to. It was just a matter of, once again, once I began to cook and once I began to get in the habit of cooking, I began to eat more frequently. So now I was able to take my leftovers to work. So now I wasn't to the point where at work if I wanted something to eat, I would go and dine out. And But if I what I wanted to eat or didn't have anything planned, I would just not eat and wait until I got home and then I would find something to eat, and then it's been half of the day or the whole day where I've skipped several meals. So, and that's not good on your body as well. So understand that not prepping your meals and not cooking is the biggest reason as to why most of us are stuck and can't even start a healthy lifestyle. Um, And then as stated, my physical activity wasn't really that big in the beginning. So therefore, for me, I always knew that, and this may be my health education background, but for me, I always knew that working out is not the issue. Eating right is the issue. You can go to the gym two and three times a day. You can run 50 miles a week. But if you do not eat properly, you are wasting your time. So for me, in the beginning, it was all about food and what I was putting into my body versus physical activity. I could always figure out something to do, and I knew that I had to do something, but everything was centered around my nutrition and what I was putting in my body because all my focus and my realistic goal was not to lose weight. My realistic goal was to live a healthier lifestyle because I knew if I consistently live a healthier lifestyle, then the results of that would show. So as stated, that's one of the things that you want to do, create realistic goals and start small. A lot of people I hear that they want to be vegan or they don't want to, you know, eat meat or what have you, and I think that that is great. But also understand that that is not something that will happen overnight. So maybe if that's something that you want to obtain, instead of waking up one day and clearing all the meat out in your home and just going cold turkey. Now, for some people that may work, but realistically, as a whole, that's not something that can work. So if that's something that you would like to do, start small. For me, um, for many of you may not know or may know, but I was vegan for about a year and a half. And how I started was, number one, I thought about it for months. I thought about it for months. And how I started is that I started little by little. So I was, before I became vegan, before I started my healthy lifestyle journey, I ate everything. I ate pork chicken, red meat. So red meat and pork wasn't something that I would eat all of the time, but I would buy, like, pork chops in my home, things like that. So it, was, it wasn't it was consistent, like, with every meal, but I ate it enough to where it probably wasn't healthy. Now I don't eat it at all. But before, in my whole life previously, I had. So when I wanted to become vegan, First of all, when I switched over to one to live a healthier lifestyle, I really stopped eating pork and red meat and those things. I stopped it. Then when I decided I wanted to become vegan, I thought about it for a long time. And number one, I prepared myself mentally for a long time. And then 
one day I decided to fully go through with it. So I may have thought about it and prepared myself for it for maybe about three to five months. And then I actually started, and I lasted for almost about two years. And I actually stopped because I'm a runner. I started running much more, and I just felt like I wasn't getting enough of my protein from other places as I should have. So I went back to chicken and turkey, and mostly chicken because it has a higher protein count. Stick with now, then I'll do minimal seafood, but I don't eat seafood like every day. But going back to what I was saying, create that realistic goal and set those and set and set those small steps. So when I wanted to become vegan, as I said, I stopped all of the other meat. It wasn't hard to stop bread meat and bread meat and pork and all those things because I wasn't really consistent about it. And then so I got down to chicken and turkey. I got to the point where I eliminated turkey. Then I worked on eliminating chicken. Then the last thing that I was stuck on was seafood, and then I eliminated, and then I got to the point where it was very minimal, and then I could go to eliminating that. So you just want to work on things step by step. Again, it is a full process, and nothing will necessarily happen overnight. And so the next point that I have is get real with yourself. And this is something that is so big in starting your journey or, you know, starting this whole New Year's resolution or what have you. Get real with yourself. And what I mean by that is by not making any more excuses, not allowing any room for any excuses, and just being real about why, number one, be real and understand that maybe last year for 2015 you said that you were going to live healthier. Okay, when it fails, where do you fall short? Address that issue. Maybe it was the year before. Maybe you were living a healthy lifestyle journey and stopped, and then now you're here and you're starting all over again. Be real with yourself and say, oh, you know, you tried that route two years ago. You were living that way three years ago, and then you stopped. So be real with yourself about those things that are going on and what caused it, what were the issues. It could have been a bad relationship. It could have been, you know, personal family issues. It could have been anything. But being real with yourself will allow you to address and attack those issues. Not being real with yourself will cause you to be in a continuous cycle. So then what's going to happen is that you started this New Year's resolution, you're working on it, and then this will stop, and you'll be done before the middle of the year has come. So. Always get real with yourself. Also, getting real with yourself allows you to really not have any excuses. I remember when I first started, you know, and a lot of being real with yourself also allows you to make those realistic goals. So for me, as stated, I was very real with myself. I didn't like to cook. And it wasn't that I didn't have the time because I had time for other things that weren't healthy, but I had time to not exercise. I had time to hang out with my friends. I had time to go to a restaurant two and three times a day, seven days a week, you know, but I didn't have any time. That same amount of time that I, picked, that I, that I took to pick a restaurant, sit down at the restaurant, order my food, sit there, eat, I could have went grocery shopping, or I could have been at home 
and made my own food for the whole week. So you have to be realistic with yourself. Um, I, I hear a lot of the excuses. I made a lot of the excuses. And what they are, they are just excuses that are stopping us. They're not real. They're not real reasons as to why you can't do something. You can do anything that you want to do. We all have choices, and we make time for things that we want to make time for, point blank. So in being real with yourself, it allows you to eliminate all excuses and get down to business. Third would be creating a new goal in life when living this healthy lifestyle journey is that you always want to practice, and I always say this positive self-talk. And when you're starting something new, and for most people, when creating this New Year's resolution, whatever you're trying to do within this healthy lifestyle journey, it may be new to you. Um, whether or not you're starting to go to the gym and before you just walked, whether before you always went to the gym and now you're starting to walk or what have you, you're switching it up, or whether you decide that, okay, this is going to be a year where I am going to meal prep, something that is new can be scary. And when things get scary, sometimes that allows us to fail. So what you have to do, especially when tackling something that is new, i.e. changing your lifestyle, you have to be able to practice that positive self-talk. Because if you do not, then what will happen is that we can be our own worst critic. Um, more than anyone else on the outside can be. So with that and with knowing that, you have to just be careful of how you speak to yourself and what you tell yourself. Because if you continue, and that also goes along with excuses, because excuses are not positive either. So you have to be careful because when you speak negative to yourself and when you self-pity, so say, for instance, if you say, my New Year's resolution or for this new year, my new goal is going to be to go to the gym every day. And then one day you can't make it. Maybe you have car trouble. Maybe you had a long day at work and you just, or what have you. Don't beat yourself up about missing that workout. Give yourself grace and understand that the next day is a new day and the whole year is not up. You have not failed miserably at life. And just pick up and keep going. And then the next day, go to the gym. If it makes you feel any better, go twice so that you can make up for the time that you missed on that day before. So just being practicing positive self-talk because if you beat yourself down about missing that workout, then that's when you're like, okay, whatever, I'm not doing anything else, and then you've missed everything, and then the year has gone by, and then the new year is coming, and you're saying, okay, my new year's resolution is to go to the gym once today again. So, again, you have to, all of this goes hand in hand. In order to continue to repeat the same cycle, these are steps that will help you become more consistent on, you know, your new year and your new healthy lifestyle goals. And then the next one is going to be cut it out. And what I mean by cut it out is that Whatever is your issue, cut it out. And what I mean by that is, so in the beginning, I didn't drink water. Water was not in my home except for if it came out of the bathroom, the living room. I mean, not the living room, but the, the bathroom, the kitchen, whatever faucets that produce water, 
that's the only water that was in my home. I didn't purchase water. I, pro- I purchased juice, sodas, everything. So water was not in my home. I was a huge soda drinker. Now I don't drink soda, but I was a huge soda fanatic. And so one of the things that I had to cut out when I started my journey, and I took no steps on this, I really had to cut it out because I knew it was the main issue. I mean, so much soda, so I mean, so much sugar, so much sodium. I had to cut out soda. I had to. So that was something that I completely cut out. I didn't. I didn't give soda a chance. I didn't create. You know, I didn't create no steps on that. I just cut it out. And some things within your journey is not about going cold turkey, but some things you will have to cut out to be able to begin. So for me, I knew that soda was terrible. I knew that it was a weakness for me. I knew that it couldn't be in my home, so I cut it out. I threw them away. That's that's something that you, and also I was the person, as I said, I dined out. So every, I live in a popular area here in Charlotte where we have many restaurants, and they're always building up restaurants every single day. And they deliver their menus here to us every time it's a new menu. I get them in the mail. They're on my doorstep, everything. And I had this on the way. So there are certain things when creating your healthier lifestyle that you have to be able to just cut it out. And so for me, that was soda. I had to stop buying soda and placing it in my home. Eventually, I had to stop buying things like bread, pasta, sweets. I had a lot of those things you're going to have to cut out. And so there's a lot of things, when I again, when I started, I cut out the sweets, and I started to put in healthier snack options in my home. So in the beginning when you start, there are a lot of things that you really can't, that you really can't play with, so to speak. Um, and that's why I say just, just cut it out because we've spent so much time, for me, um, I spent 20, from the time I was born up until about 24, I spent so much time eating what I wanted to eat, eating how I wanted to eat, eating items that were not healthy for me. So I decided when I was going to change my life that that particular time frame when I changed my life that it was it was it it was no more excuses for me. It was no more okay, I'm going to wean myself off of these certain food items. No. I had spent so much time eating them and indulging in them. So it was time to let it go. So that's why I say just cut it out. Um, the next bullet point is going to be figure out what works for you. And this is a big factor because everyone is different. And we often look at the journeys of others, and this is in life, period, but especially within a healthy lifestyle, um, we always look at others and we always, number one, we always look to others for inspiration, which is great. And then we also have people that we idolize in terms of how their bodies may look, how they may live their lives. Mainly we're focused on how their bodies look because we're physical human beings. The first thing that you see is how someone looks. So in doing that, we want to emulate what they do because we want to achieve the results that they have. But we have to all understand that, number one, our bodies are made, everyone's body is made completely different. And you may not ever look the way that I look. I may not ever look the way that someone that I idolize looks. 
It's just all because everyone is so very different. So what you want to do is that you don't want to get so caught up in how someone else's journey looks. Figure out what works for you. What works for me is meal prepping, eating clean consistently, which is a big factor, number one. But then number two, what works for me on the physical activity side of it is that I can run or walk twice a day. What does not work for me is being in a gym all day long. I don't have time for that, and that's not and that's not an excuse. I could make time for it if I wanted to, but I don't want to because that is not what will work for me. So I have to be realistic in that. What works for me is getting up before work and running or walking, whichever I choose to do at that time, and then after work, walking or running. That's what works for me. That's what I like to do. Going to the gym does not work for me, and I'm not going to like it. So, therefore, I'm not going to make time for it. And so that's just me being honest, and that goes back to being real with yourself. So figuring out what works for you, and I always say if I looked at other people and stated that, you know, me going to the gym twice a day would help me, then I would never have been consistent in my journey because that's ultimately not what works for me. In the past, I've tried to go to the gym, and it didn't work. So when I got serious about creating my healthy lifestyle this time, I had to understand that I didn't like the gym. It wasn't going to work for me. I wasn't making time for it because I, I didn't have time for it because I didn't want to make time for it because I didn't like it. Um, and that's and that's my right. And there's a lot of other individuals that don't like the gym or don't go to the gym. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the gym, but for me, I just don't like it. Um, so, therefore, I do what works for me. And what has worked for me has allowed me to almost lose 100 pounds. So you have to understand what works for you. And understanding what works for you will only give you your maximum results on whatever that may be, whatever goal that may be or what have you. But I will say the biggest the, the biggest factor in all of this is going to be clean, consistent eating. Um, so those are, so let me just go over the talking points that we had again today. Um, so number one would be set a goal and start small. So setting a realistic goal and taking baby steps to get to whatever that goal may be. Again, for me, it was to live a healthier lifestyle. So I begin to create a process and take steps on living a healthier lifestyle. Um, number two is going to be to get real with yourself. If you started this journey before and you're now starting over, if this is your same New Year's resolution each year, why are you stopping? Why haven't you succeeded as many times as you have started? So begin to get real with yourself. Practice positive self-talk. Always be positive to yourself. Do not be your worst enemy. Do not be your worst critic. You will not be perfect. Every day will not be great, but if you stick with it, whatever you do, then, you know, your results will show from there. Um, number four is cut it out. Whatever is the issue, if it's a particular food that you like that you know is terrible for you, cut it out, take it out of your home, stop purchasing it. And number five, figure out what works for you. And that's going to be the biggest thing. I would put figure out what works for you, and this is in no particular order, but I would put figuring out what works for you up against setting a realistic goal and starting small. Um, and that goes hand in hand. Like I said, when I took the when I started that day where I began to change my life and I said enough was enough and I started from there, 
um, cooking was an issue, and then also physical activity. So just as well as I was working on getting in the habit of cooking, I was also working on getting in the habit of doing physical activity, which I started out with one 15-minute walk that day. So that all happened in the same day because I knew that's what would work for me. So then I would say doing what works for you and setting a realistic goal, that goes hand, that goes all at the beginning. Um, so I would say just, again, take time to go over those particular steps. It may look very different for all of you, um, but I do encourage to look at what has happened in the past and why you haven't succeeded before, or if you have succeeded, why did you, and once you get real with yourself about where those answers are, then it will allow you to be able to start this journey. Um, so I do thank you all for listening today, and let me just give you a bit of my social media handles and also the way that you can contact me. Um, so my website is www.inspire2change.co. My email, if you ever wanted to reach out to me, is info at inspire, the number two, change, dot co, not dot com, it's dot co. On Instagram, you can find me at underscore inspire, the number two, change. On Facebook, it is inspire, T-O, change. So it's inspire to change, spelled out, no number. Um, and then also, I do have meal planning services that I provide. Um, so that is something that is also available on my site. Um, so I would just take a look around. Again, you all can always email me, always reach out to me to any questions, comments, concerns you may have, any help that you may need. Um, but I do look forward to um, speaking with you all again. I am on the air every first and third Saturday of the month. Um, so I do look forward to hearing from you all again, well, speaking with you all again. And if any one of you all have any questions, again, feel free to reach out to me. Again, my name is Maisha Avery. I thank you all for tuning into my show today, and I hope you all have a great and prosperous and healthy new year and this year of 2016. And, again, I look forward to speaking with you all and have a great Saturday. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.